Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well tonight, Sarah. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing fine. I'm Good. doing fine. It's We survived Thursday. Tomorrow will be Friday, and we got a shit ton of content to talk about. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I was just joking right before we started recording. I was like, yeah, you know, I think whenever the, the morning started, I think I had three things in the news bulletin, and then now it's, what, seven, six, something like that. So, yeah, it's a lot, lot, happen, lot happened today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the announcement that the WandaVision, there's a WandaVision spinoff in the works with Catherine Hahn, um at Disney Plus, so Agatha, I, yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> it's Agatha all along. I mean, they got they got the jingle, they have everything set, and I guess Jock Schaefer's coming back to. Um, she's going to be the writer, so you know, and it sounds like some other creative team from One Division are going to be a part of the uh, creative team as well. So, and I guess Catherine missed the. I think I think she. I think she had like signed a long-term deal with Disney too. So I guess every everything was in place. And I guess, you know, definitely was one of the breakout things from that show. I mean, there's no denying that. Yeah. I mean, but in retrospect, I think out of all the Disney plus shows that have come out mm-hmm. and I'm not really including what if in this, because I categorize that differently. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I think it's arguably the weakest of the three shows. Oh Yeah. I agree. And and Agatha, yeah, it was it was a fun episode, but I don't really know if that character can hold up a series on their own. Well, I think you know, given the way that these shows have fleshed out supporting characters, I mean, think of, when you think about it, and I, we I, we still have Hawkeye to come, and so the jury's still out on that one, but. When you look at the series and that have been on Disney Plus to date, and and how they have really fleshed out these supporting characters, at least from the films, then it, it, I, I can see it. And also, I think I guess it was the was it the penultimate episode or the where we really got to like this, the her backstory as far as with the other witches. And so maybe, yeah. yeah, and so maybe they will pick up on some of those themes, um, as far as her backstory and and just sort of how, and, and who knows, maybe we'll get a little cameo by by Wanda in this series maybe. as well. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to remain skeptical about it because there's still a big difference to me to movie characters who may be minor but mm-hmm. who have appeared in multiple of those True. so there's a higher familiarity with agatha who just popped up one time in a series and end the ending of that show and what happens to agatha mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what what they're going to play at then and and if they're going to go back in time future i don't know but We'll see. Um, in Feige, we trust. In Feige, we trust. Exactly. Um, that is the one bit of MCU news we have, and then we have a bunch of DC stuff and um, and a, and a Netflix show to talk about. But D 
DC fandom trailer teased new Batman and Black Adam footage. Yeah. One movie I believe in, one movie I don't believe in. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, you're going to have. It, it, I don't. I guess it's going to take October 16th to make you finally a firm believer. I know this thing has been around for over a decade, as far as Black Adam, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know some of it was recycled from last year's, but I did. I think like blinking, you miss it. They did have some. Did they have a little teaser from uh, from Black Adam? And also, I know there was some. I think they dropped some costume stills. I think I saw like on Instagram this week. So it, it, I, I I know you're you're still like believe. I'll believe, believe it when twenty twenty one right now. Will yeah yeah. I've seen like a minute and a half of the Batman trailer yeah. mm-hmm. i still haven't watched the actual movie you want to know why because things get pushed back left and right these days that's true <laughs> and, and if <laughs> it's gonna get pushed back it's gonna be black out <laughs> <laughs> well they're done now they're in post-production so but yeah you're right i mean who knows you know let's see How? so the move variant the move variant was like you know didn't do anything so i'm trying to remember my greek alphabet what comes after me I, I can't don't, remember don't, right now don't go down <laughs> anyway we got other things to talk about and not variants um but we did get two teaser trailers for some upcoming hbo shows as well um i I kind of watched Peacemaker. I kind of watched it through a reaction video. Mm-hmm. Um, I we we had very mixed mixed opinions about Suicide Squad. We did, but I think we did agree that John Cena um, was really good. Yeah, in that role in that character. So I'm I'm excited that this series is coming. It's coming while that that movie is still relevant so to mm-hmm. speak yeah um it's still fresh in viewers minds uh, so and and from everyone who taught has talked about suicide squad john cena's performance is one of the ones that people reference as like a highlight of that yeah. movie yeah definitely definitely i mean that's to me that's honestly when i think about that film cena and polka dot man are the two performances that stand out oh, all, with all due respect to Idris Elba but um yeah, it, that I mean those those are the things that 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 stand out for me with that film and you know I, I like the the teaser trailer sort of picking up from where we where we left the character which uh you know was within in the end credit where he was in the hospital, miraculously re-survived, and uh, I guess they reanimated him <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so he can. Uh, spoiler alert: If you haven't watched the film, I guess I just told you that. Sorry, but um, you know, it was. I, I like the. I kind of, you know, it definitely had that. Even though I don't think James Gunn is like, I think he's producing the project. I don't think he's going to be actively show running, or or maybe he is, but it definitely had his his you know, his, his trademark humor and also had played up the, the strengths of that character in the film, as far as the humor and, and, and the supporting cast in, and Amanda Waller's a control room. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I, it, it, I was kind of like iffy about the series. I mean, even though I did really enjoy Cena, but, you know, I think I will check it out now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the trailer that I did watch um, is the House of Dragon trailer for the 
Game of Thrones prequel series that, damn, I thought it was going to take a little bit longer to get mm-hmm. here. But we're here. House yeah. of Targaryen. And I appreciate they tell you in the trailers this is 200 freaking years before the fall of the throne, meaning it is years away from, like, this is not the same seven kingdoms that that we we just ended um and and it's it is this is interesting also because people have weird different opinions about prequels right Mm -hmm. but what the added i don't know if you call it complexity or controversy about this project is game of thrones as popular as it was as adored as it was did not necessarily end on a high note (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. there were there's some things in it um but i'm i'm just excited because this world is is very fascinating to me and i've missed it i've missed kind of having a medieval show Mm -hmm. um sort of speak a fantasy show um to add to my lineup yeah and yeah. and so I'm glad we're getting it. I'm glad it's going to be about the Targaryens and and I don't know if it's necessarily their rise to power or just how they held on to that reign for so long um, before it came all tumbling down. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna yeah. get we're gonna go back there. Yeah, and, and both of these series are coming in January. Because uh, this was part of the HBO's big, HBO Max's big European rollout uh, earlier this week. Uh, I think I think it's that the platforms come into like sp- about I think five or six European countries. So this was their uh, you know part of that debut for for the new platform uh, in, in those in those markets. Uh, I think it is the UK is not one because I think if I recall, I think sky is still the, uh, broadcaster that has the contract with HBO, but, uh, but HBO max is coming to two other places. So, you know, they're going to be coming out the gate with like two, obviously, you know, a huge property of a game of Thrones, you know, prequel. And then, um, you know, with DC fandom, you know, again, another, you know, it may not be a tentpole like a Batman, but it is, you know, it is a DC brand. So, you mean Peacemaker? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You said DC fandom. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No. That? But yeah. Well, you know, they're teasing it with DC. You know, we got DC. Yeah, fandom. I know. I know. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last bit of DC news is that Nefessa Williams from Black Lightning will has been cast to play. Whitney Houston's assistant Robin Crawford in the upcoming biopic about the singer. I want to dance with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, that news dropped earlier this week. I know a lot of black lightning fans uh, were very excited to hear that. She's actually uh, stepping in for another actress who uh, pulled out of the part. So, uh, you know, great. Everything just happens, I guess happens for a reason and timing worked out. And so she's, um, she will be playing Robin, you know, who was, who was a really, was a confidant and, and big part of, of Whitney's uh, life. So uh, that film will be coming in, in the future. So just wanted to drop that DC news and it's good to see people, 
you know, getting work after after a series ended as well. Right. Absolutely. No, I saw that. I was very happy for her. As long as the biopic does good. I don't know. Late as of late biopics, they um, it's 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 really hard to get a good one. It is. um, And we get so many in a year that and then there's always that trend of where there's there's first, especially for someone like Whitney Houston, where mm-hmm. you hear about one biopic and then suddenly there's two. Yep. And you're yeah. Like, what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> yeah. But um, the last bit of news, and no, I have not watched Squid Game, but it is eligible for the 2022 Emmys, and everyone is talking about it. Yep. And Will, you did watch an episode, but you're going to yeah. take time because it's just a bit too much. <laughs> it is a bit much. It is a bit much. And the reason why it's it's very interesting why it's eligible for the Emmys. So Netflix actually co-produced and financed this. It wasn't a program that was imported. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it is an original. So it is eligible for the primetime Emmys. And yes, it is as intense as everyone says it is. So... Uh, pace yourselves if you if you're a binge watcher either you know have a lot of alcohol ready at, at the ready or uh or just, just or, or just pace yourself because it's just an intense show i will have to say um and then finally josh McHale has been up to season regular in season three of star girl and we are seeing a lot of him um, which this piece of news just tells me that um, way back when, in that early episode of season two, when we saw him in the diner mm-hmm. looking for Pat, that that man is going to reappear in present day probably in by the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. And gonna, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to see in present day, especially given the events of what transpired in this this week's episode, um, which I know we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, oh, but let's uh, jump into it now. Okay, let's do it. This week we uh, we I know a lot of uh, we got a lot of flashbacks in a good way this week. Uh, we um, well we we left our heroes last week. You know, Rick obviously was uh, in jail. New JSA is is in disarray. And uh, Eclipso continues his evil evilness in, in Blue Valley. And so we start off, as I noted, we had a lot of flashbacks. And uh, we, we get the grown-up Bruce Gordon uh, flashback, I guess, decades earlier, which I guess, you know, listening to the music and stuff, I guess, maybe the 40s and 50s, um, I think he was distraught over all the visions and, Eclipso was just taunting him with. Um, well, I don't know if it was the visions. It sounded like he reached a point, like Cindy did, where yeah. he recognizes the evil. Yeah, he recognizes like he kept mentioning a bunch of his friends have died, yeah. and he, like he's Eclipso isn't fixing anything. He's making everything worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess he's distraught for like. Yeah, I guess basically bringing Eclipso to the to the U.S. from where he, wherever island or whatever he found him from yeah right no it, it was i i think sometimes flashback episodes 
it can be just too many flashbacks, but I think they had a great pace with these mm -hmm. because all of them made sense and played into what was happening in present day, which was um, now that all of Courtney's friends have been terrorized mentally by Eclipso, now he's gone in on the family and yeah. gone after Pat, Barbara, and Mike. Which again, I don't. I want to understand the end game here, Eclipso. Like, what? What? What are you holding back to mess with Courtney? Um, and and, and yeah. I'm I'm kind of proud of the writers because they have not given really. I mean, well, we kind of talked about it in the second episode, but I, I hope they don't go the predictable route with Courtney. I hope they surprise me with what he's gonna twist in her um, mentally. Um, but but this this was a well executed episode. It it felt like a horror movie mm -hmm. at times. It did um, because and and it was and it was surprising because last week we talked about the magic trick and how we we unknowingly were watching two people get terrorized and now Eclipso suddenly terrorizing three people simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. And even though I knew the magic, you know, obviously from last week, I, I, I recognized the magic trick mm -hmm. this week. But the way they they took it up a level with how he tormented Mike and and also I like the way they handled it with Barbara. Oh, I love I love the Barbara Jordan stuff. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Jade come in. Yeah. Yeah. How, how the shade came in. But also, I liked how Barbara recognized what was going on, mm -hmm. and 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 that was like because you know because you know clearly Pat, you know Pat has the history, and you would think, given all that had transpired with the JSA before, which I, again I, I love the way they have built this that 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 aspect of the story up too. They didn't tell us, you know, they helped they 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 dropped that little nugget. I guess it was like episode three or four where Pat and Barbara had talked about what really did happen. And they made the conscious decision to like not tell Courtney. And, but with Barbara, this episode, you know, obviously before the shade popped in to, to confirm what she was, what she was thinking, uh, it was multiple levels there because, you know, there was, you know, clearly, I think Barbara was, you know, feeling some guilt because, you know, maybe she did have some some attraction towards Jordan. Uh, so, to, you know, Eclipso tried to, you know, manipulate that um, because, you know, thinking back to the first season, there was there were some like really, you know, real moments there where it was just like, hmm, are they going to go this right? Are they going to go that route? Because, you know, Jordan did, you know, he he was very charismatic and. I don't know about that. Yeah, um, I mean, he, I knew I knew he was attracted to her, but yeah. I think her guilt comes from she's still working in that office and well, sees yeah. his face every day, yeah, and understands that his he had these good intentions and there was an aspect of what he was doing that was right and good, but mm -hmm. then there was this whole other side. True. So, and then yeah. on top of that, you still see his son just wandering around town. And it's like, oh, we killed someone's dad. Yeah, yeah. 
that yeah and that's true i think that's probably more it than than her feeling her guilt being the attractiveness or you know maybe it was you know not where she would like actually carry out an affair or anything with jordan but Mm -hmm. but i think you're right it's more the the guilt of like yeah he's a he's a really shady dude and i'm still you know doing this you know working in this office every day and then like you said present day dealing with the fact that you know that when which which mike definitely in his um vulnerability with the clip so you know dealing with cam and just how chilling that was and you know whenever whenever cam eclipso uh killed the dog i was just like damn they went there uh you know just to really show just the the depths of of how powerful eclipso's visions are and 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 then um even though I knew, you know, obviously, as I said earlier, saw saw the magic trick this week, but it still was so well executed. And also just like how dangerous if it was like oh, some foreshadowing too of like if if Cam did fall and became a clip icicle too, uh, right. how potentially powerful he could be, you know, like his father or even more so. Yeah, there that that he's gonna be such a season three villain he has to be depending yeah. on with how this is going to go um the truth has to come out and then mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna kind of take cindy's spot but um i mean while all of this stuff and and i agree it was brilliant bringing in cameron um to twist the nice knife with mike because i i like the the head games more so than the than the killing of the dog or the freezing of the car. It's just mm-hmm. the the twist of the the knife with these guilt and the fact that we know Cameron lost his mom at an early age and then mm-hmm. Eclipso uses that to play into now he's an orphan essentially and Mike was also abandoned by his mother. So he he used that to create doubt and fear and um mike and anger Mm -hmm. um but on top of that then you have pat who there was almost just this contrast with him because it was it was more of a haunting with Mm -hmm. him where he the eclipso really just wanted to make pat remember exactly what happened to during the first time that the JSA met Eclipso and um, it was structured really well. And then I, I like, I like how it, it was, it was all about the secret. And in a way Eclipso yeah. won this episode because no, nobody died. No, he didn't get a soul of anybody, but he did cause chaos with this family unit who had all this trust and now they realize that the parents have been lying to the children mm-hmm. yeah and the other thing i started so what i like is the parallels between the the old jsa and the new jsa mm-hmm. uh, because, because eclipso had for different reasons caused dissension in their ranks um but it was a but at, at the core it was this moral dilemma about killing 
about right. what it would what it would take to to rid ourselves of this enemy. And so, you know, seeing you know, we saw a couple episodes back the the debate with Courtney and and Beth and Yolanda and and uh, Iron and um, the rest of the team with the um, the discussion that they had and like you know. Rick was like, "Oh yeah, I'll you know I, I'll take him out," and you know, and and Yolanda was like, "No, I've I've killed," you know. She she's you know she she knows what that will do to your soul. And this up and then and then see it in with the OG JSA and seeing how Starman reacted. Okay, you know when they had the discussion and he wasn't you know he and uh, you know of course you know, they. The great use of if you're going to bring in the Flash, Jay Garrick, uh, great utilization of him to be that sort of moral compass right. for for everyone. So you know, so I was wondering how they were going to integrate Jay Garrick into the story, and you know, and using it in a flashback with the original team instead of present day was at least up to this, to this point was 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 the right way to go. And then. This, Sylvester, like saying, you know, broke the tie, sort of like Rick would have done, I guess, you know, and then, but then at the afterwards, when he comes back to the car after killing Gordon and having that same kind of like realization that Yolanda had after what happened in her first season with her and Brainwave, like, you know, those parallels between the two teams and how, you know, that, that act of having to, do the thing that heroes do not ultimately want to do in killing someone basically led to both teams falling apart in -hmm. some form or fashion so i like the way they had those parallels and then and then of course like you said with courtney you know i think they're still you know they're getting there with her i think there's still like you like you said something more that's going to happen that's going to be the that that breaking point the the, the 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 betrayal of the trust was just sort of like okay here's the here's the opening and then and then the um whatever the final thing that could make or break her a star girl and maybe this is where sylvester will come in and help write things for her um because of what we learned in this episode um I think we're still we'll still we'll we're yet we'll see that and before the season comes to a close. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But um. Oh, is there is there anything else about Stargirl? I thought about with, with Pat and his decision not to not to tell Courtney again this the uh, the the betrayal of the trust um, and how well that that played and if 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 they had told. If Pat and Barbara had told Courtney so that the team, the new team would know what really did happen, you know, would would we be in a different, would the, the new JSA be in a different place now? Uh, and would Yolanda would have quit and all the things would, uh, and all the other things that have happened would, would have transpired. But, you know, that's, that's, that's for a what if scenario. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A good segue into what if they had their season finale what if the Watcher broke his oath? 
And we got to see um, how the Guardians of the Multiverse are put together. A lot of familiar faces of versions of our heroes and villains who um, who we've we've known known throughout the episodes leading up to this moment, except for Gamora. Mm-hmm. Now I, I've heard I've heard rumors and thoughts about how there was supposed to be a Gamora episode. Yeah. But then it got canceled for some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, that wasn't a rumor. Actually, the the show the, the the creative team of the show did say, but for COVID, they were planning on doing uh, Gamora and the uh, space guy Stark that we saw mm-hmm. as 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 a t- that tenth episode because originally what well, the first season was supposed to be ten episodes, but COVID cut it short. Well, I I mean, I to me it wasn't that bizarre. I thought it was kind of nice to have one of them. We don't know the full history because they summed it up pretty well. Yeah, they did. <laughs> she yeah. won. Got it. Um overall, this episode was fine. Um I found it funny how Black Widow just steals the show again. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but it, it was, it was good. I, I don't know. I kind of got, I feel like I got a bit burnt out towards the end of the season Mm. with the what if, um, but, and I was, I I will say another redeeming part of this is I really like to see like to how we saw Dr. Strange again. Yeah. 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 I, I I agree with you. I, I, I was, you know, just thinking about our discussions about this show and and watching it and stuff, and just overall, you know, we've gotten a lot of Marvel content this year. I'm just wondering if we've hit that, if we've somehow have gotten to a saturation point. Um, which which you know, if you had talked to me in 2020, you, you, right, I would have been like, oh hell, bring it on, bring it on. But yeah, maybe 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 we need a little bit of time to breathe before we get anything more and and i I guess we will have that in some regard um because since hawkeye won't come until late november well eternals are coming in november too yeah 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 november i think it's like november 16th or something yeah it's pretty early because yeah because i know i think i saw i know it's gonna have this world premiere at the rome film festival later this month and then and then all the spoilers uh, will be out. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I want to. It's like November third, whatever that first Friday is in November. I think it's around the time it comes out. But in any event, I thought I I was you know you know we, I was texting you last night and I was like you know I I, I I did not know initially after I finished watching the episode how I felt about it, and I've had a day and I've had a I've had twenty four hours now to 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 reflect on it and it 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 was okay i you know it was one of those situations where the penultimate episode was better than the finale Mm. yeah yeah i i I can't disagree with that yeah you know and it happens uh in in some situations um we, we as we were talking earlier this tonight you know we were with wandavision and the other shows i will say loki was the one one Disney Plus series so far that's been able to stick the landing. Um, 
now that we've had and i granted i know this one is not live action it's animation but still um still in the mcu family right i liked i mean there were some definitely high highlights of this episode and just in, in, in thinking about it, the arc over the season, as we talked, speaking of Gamora and, and Tony Stark, I mean, Tony, at least this episode, Tony didn't get killed. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, but again, you know, it was it was good. You know, he again, he was but he was left out at all the, the main event. So, right. we, you know, so um, there were you know, the the thing that it did do well was setting up things for the second season uh you know what one of those being what will be the fallout of the watcher intervening because you know he you know he has his oath that i that i i won't intervene i won't intervene but he did even though he may have not solved the riddle of how to take down ultron he did facilitate our guardians of the universe of the multiverse coming together. So he did break. So he did break his oath. Well, of not of non-interference, uh, his prime directive to, to borrow Star Trek reference. Well, uh, he, he not only did that, but he also at the end of it, when he was supposed to do what they did in Endgame and return everyone to their own universe, he d- um, gave Black Widow a new mm-hmm. universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 one where um, Hank Pym destroyed the original mm-hmm. Avengers, and um, she died was one of the sacrifices during that whole thing. So um, he planted her there. And so, what does that mean? And what does that do? And and I I do like. I do like that aspect where this is the one episode where they don't really answer that question of what does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could say, well, obviously they're able to take take down um, this crazy Ultron version, um, but but they they also there was th- some additional decisions that were made that may have consequences in season two. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. Um, there was that, you know the. You know, the other aspect, one thing I did find predictable, you know, I don't want to say predictable, but, you know, it, when I saw Killmonger, I was like, well, he's going, you know, he, he performed to to his to form. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of like, OK. And then, uh, you know, obviously it, it was very touching to have the obviously, the, you know, as we know now, the, the last performance of chadwick and and another thing that uh, the creative team did share was you know that had things continued um you know they were they were going to you know do a a spinoff of star lord t'challa uh speaking of spinoffs um you know you know so you know so there were you know so there was that you know so i like that aspect of the story and then of course the you know we 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 can't have a mcu finale (laughs) or without uh without an end credit and uh, you know i think the parallels here is not you know what these what ifs that you know they're not always a one-to-one right par- parallel so i'm thinking basically with that hydra stomper suit basically i think steve is steve is going to be the bucky in this right. in this situation 
where he's going to be cryon, you know, like like Winter Soldier, but this time he's just going to be Steve that was cryogenically frozen in time, and and that'll be what we'll see with Captain uh, Agent um, Carter. Carter, yeah, Captain Carter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, like, it's been a long, it's been a, it's been a long day. Sorry, uh, yeah, Captain Carter. Um, yeah, you know, I'll just you know that'll that'll be I guess a continuation of their story in in the, in the second season. Oh yeah, I I think I wouldn't I'm not going to be surprised if some of these versions of these characters and these universes we continue to revisit in season two. Um, and and not only revisit those, but potentially get some versions of some other characters. So yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, overall, I'm glad I watched this season. Um, it was it was solid. It it may have gotten a bit um, exhausted by the end of it, but um, I'm not gonna be mad when season no. two. Oh yeah, I'll definitely watch season two when it comes. And and also the other thing that this series did succeed in making it in the in the main timeline with the other live action things that are coming up, how Stephen Strange is going to sort of step in, really step into that role as far as being one of those core core characters moving forward. Um, and and really. It, it it in this multi in the multiverse really established that um, and and sort of laying those breadcrumbs for for the upcoming Doctor Strange too as well even you know even though Strange Supreme obviously is in the pocket universe of a pocket universe but uh, but our our Doctor Stephen Strange in live action will will clearly play you know integral role with Spider Man coming up and then of course their his own film right. and and next year in Doctor Strange 2 so yeah Doctor so Strange 3 the pocket yeah. universe inside a pocket universe <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> all right um moving on to Doom Patrol I I don't know what it is Will I yeah. I am not on the bus uh, yeah I I so I, I you know after I learned my lesson from last week and so this week I I I, I Brought my expectation meter down a bit. It's not that I don't like the season, right? I mean, I'm I'm enjoying the episodes. It's not it's not that. I mean, I, you know, it's not like where I'm just like I was with say the Flash this past season or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's. But you're right. I, for whatever reason, this season so far is 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 not clicking with me the way the first two did. Right, exactly. I haven't had that. Oh, I love this show. This is brilliant moment. And we're on. We just watched the fifth episode, and I'm like, yeah. "What is? What are we doing? What is happening? Why? Why does it feel as though?" And and I had the same complaint with Stargirl season two, and they've recently really turned that bus around, and I'm fully on that bus, but. I hope that this that's this is what happens with this season of Doom Patrol because right now I'm watching the episodes like but I'm just I'm just like I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bored. I don't I don't know what it is. Like not even the Jane stuff gets me. I mean, I think it's interesting that this episode started with Kay wanting to go to the surface, but for some reason it just 
I, I mean, I feel like I fell asleep. And the next thing I know, she's talking to the leader, to the fog, who's the mm-hmm. leader of Dada, the sisterhood of Dada. And, and I just, I don't know. There's something, there's something about this and I cannot place my finger on it about why, despite having a lot of episodes with the characters together and interacting together, it, there's not that that spark or that that extra layer of complexity yeah yeah i don't know maybe it's because you know we've had the two seasons of the therapy patrol you know just mm-hmm. to just bring it just bring talk just to put a global term on it mm-hmm. and i just feel like the i feel like the characters are just kind of running in place right now Right. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Cause like Vic, I mean, yeah, I mean that was that was a nice moment today with Vic and and and, and Silas with Silas realizing that oh yeah, you know what you said last episode made sense. I'm gonna turn, you know, so I'm a I'm a go, you know, I'm since I've already lost my privileges to Star Labs, I'm going to go ahead and take it one step further and reactivate Grid for you, Vic. Um, so, you know, so there were, I think there were, there were moments that I was like, I really was engaged, like the stuff with Vic this week, actually, I think I was really, I, I, I was more engaged with that story, especially when they were in the fog and, and he came across, um, uh, Frenzy, who was the, uh, the guy with the bicycles. And, and so... And and but but at the same time I was like so you know so it was getting to those core things that we like I liked about I like about the show about you know questioning your identity and questioning who you are and and I and I and it was well executed but it just didn't have that same sparkle <laughs> as it had before and I don't know if it's because you know it, we like I said it just feels like we're running in place exploring these things about these characters and. And I'm okay with character studies and stuff, and I, you know, and it's it, it's it's fine to do that. But I just feel like, what's the end game here? Right. Yeah. I. It it almost feels as though that this is a filler season, mm-hmm. where they they had to due to COVID had to quickly wrap up everything they started last season, and this season feels as though they're trying to get their bearings of the new dynamics. Mm-hmm. And 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 we're really just watching the characters like it, this is almost an epilogue where we're just like, OK, we're starting here with the characters. The goal is to get it, get them from point A to point B, because yeah. that's going to lead us in season four. And I'm just like, but I want to be able to enjoy that that movement. And right now I'm just I feel like. Like like you said, they're just running in place and and I the, I, I don't know what the goal is. I mean, Rita, I, I don't really understand this dynamic between Rita and Madame Rouge. One minute I think they're going to be enemies. The next minute they're they're both drunk and walking around the house. And then yeah. Rita gets pissed off and she's like, I'm going to go be a time traveler. So screw y'all. Um, and then yeah. Larry, Larry's been a problem since season two, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Larry they just they cannot figure out a new way to make him feel like a like a refreshed character Um, he just 
seems to fall into that same pattern again yeah. and again and again. So yeah, but I think I think him being separated from the negative spirit, and because I mean ultimately, Larry will evolves from negative man to positive man. Mm, uh, okay. So that's you know so we're seeing that evolution there, uh, and of course you know we you know in this episode we get his son Paul. Again, we you know we were introduced to last season. Uh, as far as grown, you know, as far as grown Paul when he went to his, you know the farm and, and the fa- and, and the family to see you know to see his his extended his family. So, so Larry, yeah, Larry's Larry's a tough nut character to to crack. I mean, he, he's definitely like has. You know, he has, yeah, he has a lot of baggage, and and you know, the, I think the gimmick this season with him is this 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 mask that, that's moving that's moving around inside of him and trying to figure out, you know, what that evolution is uh, to 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 his to his new form. Um, the stuff with Jane and and the fog, I you know they it was pretty you know they they did it was you know inspired by the comic. And you know, in the comic, I guess the fog had absorbed all of Jane's personalities, and because of all the turmoil that we're seeing played out with Jane and 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 the other sixty-four personalities with Kay now, um, you know, ultimately the, the fog vomited it all out uh, from from their from their you know construct. Um, but you, but yeah, I mean, you know, Jane. I mean, Cliff and Jane. That's the one thing that every that that to me has been like the the saving grace so far for this season is their dynamic, because I still, I still laugh out loud with their back their banter back and forth, and then their interactions with the rest of the team because th- that's 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 the one spark that's still a constant that I'm like, oh yeah, all right. That, that's working for me, but the, the other pieces of the story are it's a definite. This is a definite slow burn season. Yeah, what is with all the slow burns? All too many <laughs> slow burns, guys. Like, yeah, we, then, we've been on hiatus for so long, and you come back with a slow burn. Yeah, yeah, and it's fun. I mean, I'm okay with it, but you know, but yeah, yeah, y'all got to pick it up because I watched Titans last. I watched last week's Titans, and I was like, hmm, maybe we should like switch up the lineup again. <laughs> see, see, I, I I saw that comment and I did not respond to it because I don't know what episode of Titans you watched. I know what episode of Titans I watched, and I was like, this is ridiculous. There's still no explanation for the whole um, Donna coming back and saving Bruce. Oh, well, they're, yeah, they're getting there. They're getting there. But I don't, No, 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 no. We just spent time allowing Doom Patrol to use the whole slow burn excuse. No, you don't <laughs> end an episode with something like that. Immediately pick up and act like nothing happened. And I'm just like, no, I, no, I will not move forward in this story until you explain that. <laughs> they're, they're, the Titans pacing issues have reemerged. <laughs> um, they so reemerged for me. Um, I don't know when I'm going to watch the next episode. I'm so mad at them. Um, but yeah. because they got me, I was on that bus. But I, will I've I've walked off that bus. 
I've walked off of that bus. Yeah. Well, I've walked out. I've walked out that bus with Supergirl because of the first few episodes this season, and then even though people have told me that Supergirl is doing much better, I was just so like burned by like it was, it was just so disinteresting, and that you know that even they may be telling some great things to close the season out, but you know it may be one of those things that I just catch it. I will catch it on the back end after when everything else is on hiatus. Right. Right. All right. Well, on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can follow me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. And visit our website, www.cenanerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>